It's time for Roadworthy Drive, America's premier mobility news and technology talk show. If it moves people underground or on the ground or even in the air, it's a sure thing it'll be talked about right here. And now, here's the electric pair with energy storage issues, Ken and Sasha. Real facts, real opinions, real talk. This is our number two of Roadworthy Drive, America's premier mobility news and technology talk show. It's Ken Chester, Sasha J. Little. For this second hour, at the wheel and in control. In control, sir. That's a little scary. <laughs> so glad you're here with us. On tap for this hour, of course, news from the parts bin, my review of the 2019 Volkswagen Jetta 1.4 R, our line sedan, and of course, everybody's favorite, brand new, ins- uh, brand new installment, of Tech with Sasha. Tech with Sasha. And we get to, again, for those of you who have listened to hour one, I actually mentioned Ford and not Canvas. Mm-hmm. Imagine that. Mm-hmm. So there's a little something for everybody. But first, connecting with the show is so easy. Call or text the Roadworthy Drive line. That number, 872-222-9793. You can email too if you would rather. That's ken at roadworthydrive.net. Either way, get you hooked up to the show. Now, speaking of hooked up, please say hi to my effervescent co-host, the bright and brilliant Sasha J. Little. Well, I mean, it's nice to be brilliant. Indeed. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. So how are you doing there, Ken? I'm okay. We've made it in the hour number two. I think we're going to be okay. I, I think so. I I've think so. I've had my coffee. I've had my donut. A, a it, second it, donut. It, it's, it, it's okay. Okay. All yeah, right. Life is safe. So you um, had some bits from the parts bin. Yeah. Here's something for you. Okay. I'm looking at pictures. California dealers asked Volvo to stop care by Volvo because they think, they believe it's against the law. Now, how are they saying that it's against the law? Uh, It calls, there's a law in California that call, that's against what they call payment packing, which is basically loading a payment full of everything. Basically, it's very nature makes it a lease. They call it a quasi lease. Uh, but it's not really going to work because it's in violation of their laws. The way this works, um, they say that Care by Volvo violates payment packing laws stemming from the notion that the program's single price for everyone structure fiddles with the numbers in the background to ensure both high-risk and low-risk drivers pay the same amount regardless of an actual insurance costs. Okay, but... Isn't that, are they saying that they want people to pay different prices for the insurance costs? They say that the way that it's currently marketed in California uh-huh. is against the law, the way the law is written. Right. But what I'm saying is, is that it seems to me the way that you're reading that is that the law would actually be in favor of people paying different prices. Yes. But here's the thing. They allege that the automaker is directly competing with dealers and that the automaker has illegally modified its franchise agreements. Because care with Volvo, the dealers do the maintenance, but the deal is actually between the automaker and the individual as opposed to buying it from the franchise dealer in the state. So Hmm. there's, there's some issues. Now, Volvo did say that they've revamped it, that would start with a new interface, focusing on better serving those on mobile devices, 
and they would like to expand it basically to their entire lineup. Right now, it's just their XC40. And is that available nationwide yet? or is it... I believe that Care by Volvo is. That's what I thought. Yeah. So, I mean, if, if this actually is a thing, right, mm-hmm. then it would just negate that ability in California. Well, the majority of Care by Volvo experience does not involve a dealer. They can no. pick, owners can pick up their car and eventually return it to a dealership. And the program's paid service would be performed to dealership with dealers getting paid. But again, it's Volvo and the individual. Let me give you this caveat. Care by, and bear in mind, it's only one vehicle in their lineup. It's the newest one, their 2019 yep. XC40. Yep. Care by Volvo proved so popular at its outset that its entire U.S. allocation of XC40 SUVs sold out in four months. Yep. I mean, it's it's if you've got the money, it is well worth it. May I say this again? <laughs> sold out. out. Yes, it did. Four months. In just the Care by Volvo. Well, that's not... That's the, not with personal. Their XC40s. Yeah. All the XC40s they had coming what? sold out. Yeah. Primarily because Care Volvo, Care by Volvo proved so popular. Yeah. Imagine that. I I'm well imagining that. Um a little a little update, a little safety update. Okay. Um we haven't talked about Takata airbags in quite a while. Oh my gosh, are they back again? Yeah, it's not over. <sighs> Toyota is recalling 70,000. Mm. 70,000. Ooh. 70,000. Ooh. Toyota and Lexus brand vehicles. This is the second go-round, by the way. I was about to say, because they had They an... did it once. Yeah. For these. When are the years for this one? Yeah. This is the thing that's going to blow your mind. Oh, no. 2003 to 2005, Corolla. What? 2002 to 2005, Sequoia. Wow. 2003 to 2005, Tundra. And 2002 to 2005, Lexus SC. It means the oldest vehicle... That subject is recall, 16 years old. My daughter is 16 years old. Six, they are recalling 16-year-old cars. I mean, my, my current vehicle is 16 years old. 16-year-old cars. <laughs> the newest one. Yeah. Is it 05? Is, is 14, well, soon to be 14 years old. Wow. And they're recalling them. What they're going to is they're going to use inflators made by another company with a safer chemical. So basically they're just, I mean, this isn't something like you're going to get cash or anything. They're just replacing the airbag. Right. And they're probably going to try and trick you into, you know, buying a new vehicle. So here, take our car. Did I mention 16 years old? Yeah. 16. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Interesting to note how many times those vehicles have been sold and how many still are owned by the original people who bought them new. I mean, I'm sure there's a subset of these 70,000, just for reference, Yeah, 65,000 are in the United States. Oh, okay. Now, to give you an idea of this whole Takata thing, mm-hmm. this whole deal, 23 people have died worldwide. Oh, worldwide, okay. They cover 37 million vehicles, 50 million inflators Wow. Um, and in the U.S., Worldwide, we're talking 100 million inflators recalled. Now, they are no longer in business, correct? Oh, no. They filed for bankruptcy, and I believe they got bought by a different company and absorbed. So this is still like cleaning up the mess up. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's still a thing. Yeah. Um, We haven't talked Tesla in a while. I love how the Tesla picture on this article 
makes it look like uh, one of the the vehicles from Ma- Cars. Mater. Mate. That's not Mater. Shush. Mater never looked that nice. That's true. But Shush your face. Mater. Stop it. Um, new Tesla autopilot. It's an upgrade. Yes. Uh, his issue is, uh, is it legal? No, probably not. Uh, it's a big upgrade. Yeah. They say that it gives it the ability to be fully autonomous. Yep. Um, and here's the thing. It's called Navigate. Uh, and... Here's what it says. It's what it's called. Okay, but navigate on autopilot. We have talked repeatedly about how the the whole autopilot was not probably the best term to use because it was not autonomous. Let me. And then when their autonomous comes out, they call it navigate. I mean, don't you think that those two terms could have been switched around? Could have been. Thank you. But navigate automatically passes slow cars and takes highway interchanges and off ramps. Ah, reason mm-hmm. 3,421 why I need a Tesla. Uh, they're already testing traffic lights, stop signs, roundabouts, and the development software. And this is from Elon Musk directly. Yes. Your Tesla will soon be able to go from your garage at home to parking at work with no driver input at all. <gasps> okay, what about deer? Um, your Tesla <laughs> will be able to go from your garage at home to parking at work. With no driver at all. And if Bambi decides, I mean, has anybody really um, decided to give us a premise on how far these cameras and the LiDAR is actually extending out on each side of the road? Two years ago, Volvo said by 2020, nobody would die in their cars. I know that's right. Um, When you go to full automation, um, it's the manufacturer who's liable. Okay. So the question is... Is Tesla truly ready for prime time? And is it truly um, ready to go? And what will happen? Because there's laws lagging. So are these even legal? Well, they're coming out with the autonomous taxis. They are. With with safety drivers and limited space, there are no limits on these Teslas. Would the driver be considered a safety driver? No. Okay, well then, never mind. But they, it, but again, depends on the laws. Right, that's true. So I guess we'll find out to see which way that goes. So, oh well, Elon Musk, and we'll go there. <laughs> Coming up, I take a spin in a 2019 Volkswagen Jetta R-Line sedan. <laughs> that's next. So stay tuned. Roadworthy Drive is the cornerstone of the Roadworthy Drive radio network. For 1980, Datsun reinvents the pickup. Gonna pick you up like never before. With a new King Cab, only small truck with rear jump seats inside. Datsun's gonna pick you up with a hardworking, high mileage little hustler. Or new Datsun long bed over seven feet for extra cargo. Who's got the truck news? To revolutionize trucking. If you're just tuning in, welcome to Roadworthy Drive with Ken and Sasha. We're so glad we that you could be with us. Sasha, question for you. Yes, sir. Um, do you know what major automaker went by the name of Datsun back in the day? They don't go by that name now. Oh. Do you have any idea? I realize as a millennial 
This is a little bit before your time. I am one year into the millennial thing. But you're a millennial, though. Uh, stop it. Yes. You are, though. I I barely made it. Yeah. Like, by two months. Okay. But, I, I honestly, I have no idea. Um, I want to say GM. No. But I have no idea. Nissan. Really? Yeah, really. Nissan. Nissan. They were Datsun when they first came to this country, and they rebranded their cars to the nat- to the international brand in 1983. Yeah, okay. So just thought I'd share that with you. Now, as regular listeners know, I get new vehicles on a frequent basis to drive, a week at a time to evaluate and review. Sometimes I even share them with Sasha. Not this time. The vehicle that I just completed driving for a week was the 2019 Volkswagen Jetta 1.4T R-Line sedan. Um, For 2019, they redesigned the Jetta and they moved it to what they're calling their MQB platform, which made it bigger. Uh, It's a more modern platform uh, that allowed a lot of different things. Now, this car is actually equipped with a 1.4 liter four-cylinder turbo, an automatic transmission. It's a smaller engine. And oh, by the way, that's an eight-speed automatic. Just thought I'd put that out there. Yeah. The EPA numbers for this car came in at 30 city, 40 highway, with a combined average number at 34 miles to the gallon. Yeah, I don't care about that. What were you getting? Um, You know, I did not really monitor it all that well. But You it didn't was getting, have a digital readout on I it? I did. I wasn't paying attention. But I'll tell you this. I got a full week out of that car without having to put any gas in it. Okay. How many miles do you think you put on it? Ooh, probably 250, 300. And then what was the readout, the gas readout? Uh, I was thinking I still had a quarter, between a quarter and a half a tank gas left. Okay. So that's not, not that's not bad. No. That's not bad. No. Uh, but I do want to make a point. How big was the tank? Do you know? I do not. Huh. But in a car that size, 14 gallons would probably be pretty close to it. I mean, it would not be much bigger than that. Given, given that it's considered a so you pump. must have done like all city because what's sad is that my 2002 van mm-hmm. um gets that kind of mileage yeah. so i get like 400 miles mm-hmm. to my 18 gallon tank mm-hmm. so if you were saying that at 250 300 you still have about a quarter i said a quarter to a half yeah yeah so it wasn't at a quarter it was a little more than a quarter but less than a half okay um i will make this point yeah um they call the exterior color habanero orange. Wait, metallic. exterior? Exterior. Ah, okay. Okay, I just call it loud. It is a loud orange color. And the interesting thing is that the R-Line is the mid-range trim for this car. It's not, it is not the cheap trim, and it's not the expensive trim. It comes in six different trim levels. Or actually, I'm sorry, five. S, S-E, R-Line, S-E-L, and S-E-L Premium. So the R-Line's kind of the middle. Okay, and what kind of like, you know how we talk about technology on the show, what kind of um, autonomous or no. level? No, it wouldn't, no. None of these come standard with the Volkswagen? No. Well, not in this trim level, no. Okay. I mean, you get the typical rear view camera, but that's pretty well standard. Uh, yeah. One thing that is not standard yet, but we're seeing it on an increasing number of cars. Yeah. Forward collision warning with autonomous emergency braking. Okay, yeah. Now, the reason why you're going to see a lot more of this is that there is a requirement from the National Traffic Highway Safety Administration to have that standard in cars by 2022. Chances are most cars will have it years early. 
Okay, but that one is not standard across the board. That one is standard with that particular. Actually, that is standard across the board. Across the board. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, the standard in this trim level, blind spot monitor with rear traffic assist. Okay. It's optional on the on the entry level version. Um, they've got something typically airbags front, dual front, side, rear front, and side curtain airbags. That's typical, and something that is unique to Volkswagen. They call it an automatic post-collision braking system because they realize if you're in a collision where the airbags are deployed, you might still be moving. This thing has the ability after that first crash to actually continue to pr- apply the brakes a second time. Oh, okay. Even if you're not able to. That, and that actually makes sense. Mm-hmm. Now, what about um, like adaptive cruise control with this? Adaptive cruise control is actually standard on the next trim level up, which would be the SEL. So it's optional on this one? No, it's not even available. Oh. Lane assist, same thing. Standard on the SEL, not available. High beam control, which they call light assist, which standard on the SEL, not available in the R-Line. I, uh, I, all I want is, all I say to that, give me my foot pedal, please. A foot pedal, I'm sorry? For the brights? Uh-huh. Uh, you want your, you want your, uh, yeah, your floor, the, the, what we floor, used to call... Button. Floor-mounted high beam switch. Yes, which Get- has not been on cars in almost forty years. I don't care. I want it back. Yeah. Well, not not happening. Uh, not not happening. Uh, so, sorry about that. Are but, you? Yeah, kind of. I'm not actually hearing the sorriness. I know, but I kind of liked. I kind of liked it. Okay. Give an idea about pricing. Yeah. The Jetta S is at the same price as the outgoing former uh, S, which is eighteen thousand five forty-five. Eh. Uh, the R line comes in at twenty two nine ninety five, and if you go all the way to the top, which is the SEL Premium, it starts at twenty six nine forty five. So, talk to us about the size. Like, um, what are you thinking? Uh, okay, my family. No, is it no? Okay, no. Not so even, not small kids. Uh, probably a couple of teenagers would work, but you know, you're probably looking at two kids. Um, they like to say that this car competes. With the Chevy Cruze, the Ford Focus, Honda Civic, Hyundai Elantra, Mazda 3, Toyota Corolla. So a subcompact car, which is one size down from the family car, like a Malibu or a Hyundai Sonata uh, or the Mazda 6 or the Toyota Camry. You're one size down from that. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Now, one thing that they like to brag on, uh, their six-year or 72,000-mile <laughs> bumper-to-bumper new, new vehicle limited warranty. And it's transferable. Not all are. Uh, the key word in that is limited yeah. warranty. They have to say that by law, actually, uh. because there are limitations legally under a federal warranty law passed back in the 70s that they're limited to what they can say. So the key thing is, even though they say bumper to bumper, mm-hmm. legally, they have to use the word limited. And how many miles did they give you? 72,000. Yeah. See, now... You, you know my favorite brand. I do. Yeah. Uh, in, in essence, the car ran well. It was solid. It was quiet. I thought, in spite of Volkswagen's uh, claims to the contrary, I thought it was kind of plain looking inside yeah. and out. Uh, clean German lines, no nonsense. Now, the biggest thing, the trunk. Over 14 uh, cubic feet of space. Give it, and I love that. Usable space. Give that to me in like bodies or like, you know. Nah, <laughs> I'm going I'm to leave that alone. Coming up next, everybody's favorite geek at. That's Tech with Sasha. Do stay tuned. Real facts, real opinions, real talk. 
We are Roadworthy Drive. I'm Ken Chester along with Sasha Little. Thank you for tuning in. Did you know that the show has a website all its own? Check out RoadworthyDrive.com for the latest on the show. Your favorite hosts, podcasts of past shows, the new Time with Sasha page, and so much more. For those of us who for those of you who like us on Facebook, Sasha has created a social media only program. Sasha, tell them about it. Well, um, I do car or wheels of non-consent. Yeah. And that is... Bring them back. (laughs) Well, you haven't let me have any. Yeah. In like forever. About the last car? Oh, Yeah. The suits ain't let me forget about that. That was such a pretty ride, though. It was. It was. But they wanted it back, Sasha. I just, I didn't want to, though. I know. That caused a problem. (laughs) Well, um, so anyway... I like to be the one to bring to you guys in a very uh, visual manner uh, what your ta- what your money can buy you, what your hard-earned money can buy you, what's the latest tech that's going in there, what um, are automakers doing to adapt to the new maybe autonomous self-driving, um, what are they what kind of technology are they putting into new models? Um, so that's going to actually be gearing up here very soon with the 2019s rolling out. Um, on my Time with Sasha page on the website, roadworthydrive.com, I'm actually going to be putting my past uh, wheels of non-consent up there. And I'm actually... Well, I'm, wait a minute. There are past ones? There are past ones. Yes. Oh, my. Yes, that have been saved in my personal library. Okay. I'm a little scared about that. <laughs> so, anyway, you'll want to follow me on uh, Snapchat, you know, Facebook. You want to just look for Tech with Sasha. And, of course, Instagram. And be sure to like the Roadworthy Drive page. Right. And you'll want to follow us along on Roadworthy Drive page because that's one that gets exclusive videos right there. And I actually don't keep them up. <coughs> you have to watch them while they're on there. I leave them for a week and then they disappear. Okay. And for those of you who are truly mobile, we got you covered on Google Play and Podcast IA. So you never have to be without your favorite radio show ever. <laughs> and now, without any further delay, God help us all. <laughs> It's time for Tech with Sasha. And then we'll just pretend like there's really techy music playing. Da, 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 da. Anyway, so today I had a story that I really, really wanted to talk about it. But Mr. Chester, in his, um, in, in his limited restraint, said that I had to keep it about mobility. Always. So just mobility like- <laughs> show, though. Mobility show. Technology show. Yeah. Mobility first so and foremost. This- with tech. With this in mind, similar to last week, every week, we're going to go around about to my actual story that I wanted to talk about. So here's a question for you. You're driving your 2017, and let's just throw a number out there, uh, 2017 Cadillac Thing. or Jam. Okay. Mm-hmm. Who's watching you drive? Wait, wait, wait a minute, wait a minute. What? Excuse me? Who is watching you drive? Uh, Probably my wife. Uh-huh. Uh, did you know that your car might be ha- watching you drive? 
Excuse me? Your car might be helping you or watching you drive. What you talking about, Willis? <laughs> so basically what has happened is uh, automakers are already installing cameras inside some of the new car models that track the movement of the driver's head and eyes to ensure that they are paying attention to the road and not to a smartphone. What? Yes. Yes. Wait, wait a minute, wait a minute. Now I got my car is going to think on me now? Your car, uh, we're going to get to that. But yes, they are going, they are programming your vehicle. Um, it's actually standard equipment in many European cars. Okay, that's not okay. Mm-hmm. Well, it will become standard in many European cars in the next couple of years. But it's already available in at least one model. Right here in the U.S. Yeah, and I kind of know what that model is uh-huh. by a German automaker, by the way. Uh, Cadillac CT6. Six. Six. And Mercedes has it. Now, see, they did not mention Mercedes, but, but they do. that might be because they, this particular um, onset is by um, Effectiva Inc., okay. which is the software that they would, they're going to be using that is actually analyzing the facial expressions of the driver to detect the mood. Okay, wait a minute. So yep. wait a minute. I got a backseat driver now, uh-huh. computerized. Yes. Monitoring my mood. Yes. Uh, do you think that it, so is it going to be making comments? It is not. It is actually what it will do is if you're making jerky, like there was a story about this guy that he was pretending like he was mad and squinching up his face and he was making all these jerky moves for like an hour and teaching the car and the car will actually smooth out your driving. Wait a minute. So I'm going to have censorship with my driving. (laughs) The car is going to censor my driving. Would that create road rage? I mean, wouldn't I be frustrated? I mean, I call that computer aided road rage to me. Okay, but I'm going to enact this too. Remember back in the day when you'd get a really angry phone call and you just slam that phone down and you felt that ching and you felt satisfaction in that? Mm-hmm. Now you just push a button. End. I'm sorry. That, no. We adapted. There's no satisfaction. I know, but we adapted. Usually and I throw the phone. The- <laughs> Same just saying. The same thing is going to be going on with our cars. I'm on like my second flat screen TV. <laughs> Third phone. They're calling it perceptive autom- automata software. It has like a little eye symbol and it will indicate when a pedestrian sees an oncoming car mm-hmm. because we're teaching these cars what to see, not only in who's behind the wheel, but also in its surroundings. Okay. So wait a minute. So what's, what is this thing that's looking at me? Okay, going to be telling the pedestrian, "I'm well, having a bad it's day." Actually, no, it's not. We haven't developed a that would be a vehicle to everything technology, and that has not been adapted as of yet. Mm-hmm. But yes, in the future, we might be talking about a situation where your car senses while we're still in a driving, a self-driving um you know, so in other driver. words, this is only going to be good for six months, <laughs> right? Just saying, right, right. But I mean, we are autonomous. Gonna... I know that's right. Bring on the autonomous way. Electric. So it's it, a thing. What they're talking about, it will actually provide key indicators like drowsiness, um, if blink rates, um, or obviously we've talked about if you're mad. Um, obviously, MIT came up with this one. Not surprised. Right. Not surprised. Right. Um. The other thing that I thought was actually really, really cool is 
they're putting this in like long stretches of time. So like your semi truck drivers, mm-hmm. I thought that it would be very um, useful for them in particular. Uh, but one, since our trucks are going autonomous, isn't that kind of a moot point? <sighs> These are for the people that don't think that autonomous vehicles are a thing. That small part of the population that's that, not listening to us? <laughs> oh, my. Yeah, well, I guess we got to appeal to everybody. So when we come back, I will actually be talking about Ford. What? Yes. Ford actually. Canvas. <laughs> I'm sorry. Ford is going towards the future once again. And it's they are actually have a early concept prototype. Oh, my. Pro- prototype. Prototype. Of? Uh, you'll have to t- stay tuned. Oh, my goodness. Well, I guess when we come back, more Tech with Sasha right here. Don't go anywhere. Roadworthy Drive is the cornerstone of the Roadworthy Drive radio network. Chester and Sasha Little. Glad you could drop by. Now, I could say more, but I know what you really want. And and really, it's okay. So it's back to Tech with Sasha. Okay, so as I hinted before in the previous segment, we were talking about Ford ever so briefly. Okay, this is going to be... (laughs) Okay, so Ford is actually collaborating with an EU-funded project um, developing advanced driver assistance systems. Okay, now EU, you're talking about European Union. Yes, okay. European Union. Okay. Mm-hmm. This would enable the car to combine facial recognition technology with ses- sensors tracking pulse, breathing weight, or breathing rate, and even sweat. Okay, so biometric sensors. Biometric sensors in your vehicle. In fact, they demonstrated a very early concept prototype, a customized Ford-focused RS in London mm-hmm. that lit up according to the mood of its driver, who was wired up with fitness trackers and skin sensors. I got one question. Yes, sir. What happens if I see this thing coming at me and it's completely black? Do I run for the hills or do I call 911? <laughs> I'm just wondering. You know, if somebody's having a really bad day. Mm-hmm. Maybe I don't want to even mm-hmm. interact with this vehicle. Well, here's another point for you. What if a technology was being developed that they didn't need outside sensors? Huh? What if a new piece of technology was actually going to be using your own mind? Uh, dangerous? MIT, folks. MIT has come out. Well, they are they are um advancing their research and development of a wearable piece of technology called Alter Ego. What could possibly go wrong? Alter Ego is this very slim line. It goes around the ear. So it's a headset. Kind of, except it is literally right there next to the skin and rests just below the jaw, the jaw, uh, right oh. along the jawbone. Okay. Mm-hmm. It is a wearable, silent speech system for silent and seamless natural language communication with computing devices and, eventually, 
other people. Okay, I'm scared. <laughs> this this okay. sounds no, no, creepy. No. Let me get this straight. Yeah, go ahead. You're talking about uh huh because I want to understand this. Yes, you're talking about actually communicating mm-hmm. with computers and other devices yeah without uttering a word oh oh the video on this shows this gentleman wearing the alter ego controlling the menu on a tv okay i'm creeped out now uh-huh mm-hmm. uh-huh i got one question yes sir uh so we're now going to get to the point where human beings can be hacked <laughs> yeah, is, is that where we're going i is that when they announce now, hacking on the it'll website actually be people hacked uh-huh. literally on on the website, one of the questions are, can this device read my mind and what about privacy, right? Mm-hmm. Now, they are saying, no, this device cannot read your mind. Yet. Kind of, <laughs> right? Kind of like your social security number will never be used for identification. Right. Right? The novelty of this system is that it reads signals from your facial and vocal muscles when you intentionally and silently voice words okay here's the one thing that scares me Uh uh-huh go ahead according to the piece you're talking about yes the device can and i quote yep talk back yes to the user yes via bone conduction yep that doesn't obstruct the ear canal like regular earbuds excuse me talk back yeah yeah yes again what could possibly go wrong um i want to point out that it would allow human users to connect to the internet and access the knowledge of the web in real time as an extension of the user's self. Can I also uh, bring to your remembrance? Uh-huh. It's called Alter Ego. Ego. And I believe there is either a movie or there was a sci-fi book called Alter Ego that ran just along this. Because here's my thing. Let's go back to where it said that um, it... Uh, it reads the signals from your facial and vocal cord muscles when you intentionally and silently voice words. So, ladies, you're watching uh, the new movie that's coming out. Uh, what was it? Um, the new Marvel movie. One of them. Yeah. And you're you're watching. You know who I'm talking about. And, and he's coming up out of the water. <laughs> you don't. No, no, no. <laughs> I'm just saying. Uh, uh, family show. Family show. Family show, but Sasha. It reads, it reads your facial expression and vocal cord muscles that you intentionally and silently voice so words. So why would you be wearing this thing while you're watching that movie anyway? Uh, it's one of those things where they are thinking that this will actually become one of the main uh, communication devices. Oh, okay, but how accurate is this thing? It's already known over a hundred words. Yes, but how accurate is it uh, with transcribing these internal vocalizations, as you say? I think they were talking about 40%. Uh, actually, it's a little higher than that. Was it? Try 92%. Oh, I was off. Yeah, oh. a little bit. Yeah, 92%. Uh, and, and I got something for you on this. Go this ahead. This talk back stuff. Uh-huh. Yeah, just saw a movie just like that. Oh, what'd you this see? This summer. Upgrade. Aquaman. Ladies, I'm sorry. The movie that I was talking about earlier, it was Aquaman. And the movie I'm talking about is Upgrade. (laughs) It was made this summer. Okay. Upgrade. Uh, Yeah. Very similar to this. You know, I'm reminded. And it didn't end well. I'm reminded of the movie that kind of got swallowed up, The Circle, Mm -hmm. with Tom Hanks in it. Mm -hmm. Um, That's one of those that it kind of rolls into this whole thing. I, I, 
I have a, I have an issue with the fact that it's going to take away, as it says, uh, their current interface in an effortless to private human machine communication. In other words, privacy. Yeah. And I'm serious. Why can't the signal get hacked? I am one of those that I'm all about the future technology. I'm all about the tech, but I I could see this being an easily hackable. Mm-hmm. Um, I can also see this as one of those things where, you know, and we've talked about it before, how these, your car is going to sense your mood. Your mm-hmm. car is going to sense your health. Mm-hmm. Your car is, and on some points that could be very useful. You're diabetic, your sugar drops, you fall into a coma. You know, it takes you right to the emergency room. But on other factors, I mean, mm-hmm. where do we draw the line? Exactly. But I'll leave this on a positive note. Uh-huh. They felt in, in your piece that you're talking about mm-hmm. uh, that there are really awesome applications for the military or people with disabilities. Yes, yes. Can you they, imagine? Yes, they had talked about, I mean, the, the military alone I thought was very, very interesting. The other thing that I thought was really interesting is with, uh, people that have vocal disabilities well, or deaf. Well, I guess yeah. we're going to see how this turns out. That wraps up the show for this week. Be sure to tune in again next week. We bring you the latest mobility news and technology. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Roadworthy Drive is a copyrighted presentation of the Roadworthy Drive radio network. Any rebroadcast, retransmission, or any other use is prohibited without the written consent of Roadworthy Drive Productions Incorporated.